The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Happy Monday. Welcome to Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid. Great to be with you. It's December 27, 2021, our final Monday of the 2021 year. I'm Craig Mish, along with Davis Maddock. Two hours of fantasy sports talk, recapping week one of, week two, actually, of the fantasy football playoffs. Of course, week 16 of the NFL season and a little bit of a preview of what we can expect in tonight's game. Of course, uh, Davis, it's great to be with you. Hope you had a really happy holiday with your family. And of course, here on this Monday, I gotta be honest, I'm in a pretty good mood as my team is moving on to the championship, a very hard-fought battle, which we'll get into today and throughout the week. But, uh, hey, I mean, sticking with T. Higgins all season long, it came through for me yesterday. T. Higgins, uh, and look, Craig, I stuck with my Dallas Cowboys all season long. They went through their little dip, right? Dak, he, Dak I think Dak scored about 28 fantasy points the prior month combined. Ezekiel Elliott with the bulky knee, C.D. Lamb dropping passes. Uh, and I, I stuck with them, and uh, we will we will certainly get into our fantasy football teams heading into their uh, championships a little bit later on this week. Not honestly the greatest year I've ever had in fantasy football. Kind of crashed and burned in some of my high stakes leagues. Did not make any of the championships in the big best ball tournaments. But weirdly enough, uh, the the league that I've done with my dad for about. I have 15 years or so at this point. My dad and his friends made the championship in that game. The league that I've done with my buddies from from high school, we've done about 15 years, made the championship in that game. First time uh, I've ever made the championship in that league. So, um, you know, look, you you take you take what you can get when you can get it. So I'm I'm largely feeling good this morning as well, Craig. Yeah, no, def- definitely so after yesterday's games. And you're absolutely right, Davis. Uh, Dallas came through in a big way. That's where we'll begin with the show on this Monday, the uh, NFC East is over and done. Cowboys blow out Washington on Sunday Night Football. I did not watch one second of the second half of this game. Didn't need to. Hey, Joe Burrow, what a game he had yesterday. Took that uh, comment, it looked like, from the defensive coordinator of, of the Ravens and just stuck it back in him. He breaks the Cincinnati passing record in the win. Uh, Josh Giddy, a very rare feat in the NBA. A scoreless double-double last night for Oklahoma City. You usually do not see that. And unfortunately, three bowl games canceled due to COVID issues, the Military Bowl, the Sun Bowl, and the Fenway Bowl. And I'm guessing we'll probably have more before it is all said and done. But, uh, you know, a lot of takeaways for me, Davis, yesterday sort of set you up in terms of what was happening with me in my my fantasy uh, game yesterday. So um, we talked about throughout the week, you know, I had Debo Samuel play on Thursday. And I had Jeff Wilson play on Thursday. We came back Friday, talked about that. My opponent had Nick Chubb, and he also had Dearness Johnson. And then I was like, all right, well, this may end up being, you know, a pretty close matchup. We're going back and forth, you know, you know, Saturday. And then we go into Sunday morning, and, uh, you know, Tim Boyle was announced as a starter. My opponent had uh, Amon Ross St. Brown in his lineup, took him out, and put in Rob Gronkowski in the flex spot and in the end it's going to end up costing him uh the win now i did win by about 10 points i scored about 145 points on the week which is you know one of the highest point totals of the year for me i think it was even 150 but a critical mistake um you know from my opponent honestly in this one who was up against it you know he, he we talked about this he had uh fournette i had ronald jones so he was really not expected to win but his andrews and his Josh Allen and his Stephon Diggs, even in that game against New England, came through in a big way. 
But when you get a 40 point performance from a receiver like T Higgins, like that, that sort of put me over the top, but overthinking it is, is a big part of fantasy. And my opponent definitely overthought that one yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that's absolutely massive. I, I overthought it a little bit as well. I, uh, you know, we talked about all the different guys I could have started in that last flex spot. And uh, Craig, what I ended up doing was I sat DJ Moore. That was fine. But I also sat Sony Michelle with Daryl Henderson back for Josh Palmer. Now, Josh Palmer ended up getting 15 PPR points, scored the touchdown in the fourth quarter. And it, it, it wouldn't have mattered anyways. Now, now I had the Cowboys. Uh, so I that 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 team scored 184 points with Jalen Waddell pending to go tonight. So a, a Herculean performance by my guys. But my opponent, who was down Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, and Travis Kelsey, scored 176 so he got you know about as good of a combination of guys remaining on his bench he got the huge game from chase edmonds got the huge game from Devonte adams on saturday uh, i think it was what 10 115 and two so huge game there so i'm not gonna lie i was sweating it a little bit heading into sunday night football last night i was like look you know if the cowboys do a repeat of what they have done the last three weeks i i'm probably dead in the water here or needing some real fireworks from Jalen Waddle on Monday night. But uh, honestly, you know, the, the, the championship week is, is very stressful. The semifinal week is kind of the best week to sweat out because you, you, there's nothing but hopes and possibilities as you, as you sit there thinking about the championship. Yeah, no, I, I feel I'm, I'm at ease now. Like whatever happens, happens. I got to this point. There's really, you know, not much I'm going to be able to do. What was really interesting. I was thinking of messaging you yesterday is I was up, uh, you know, I, I was going to win anyway, because I had CeeDee Lamb and I had uh, Zerline going into Sunday night up, up two points. But what I was thinking of doing was not worrying about a possible COVID issue that could pop up. And Davis, I was like, you know what, maybe I should put Melvin Gordon in there just to get the two points and be done with the day and just win. And Melvin Gordon didn't even get two points <laughs> yesterday. So, man, that was uh, I would have been freaking out going into Sunday night's game. I left Lamb in there. And uh, Zerline got me the points. All right, fantasy standout from Sunday. We'll have him for you next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today as we talked about uh, the game of the week had to be the Cincinnati Bengals uh, putting up the points he did. Certainly Dallas did their their job on Washington yesterday, but playing your Bengals yesterday was definitely the, the secret sauce in fantasy as uh, very apparent that they took personally some of the things that were said about them during the week as Cincinnati wins big. Let's look at our fantasy standouts as Joe Burrow throws for a Bengals all-time record, 525 passing yards and four touchdowns. Those of you who were thinking, wait a second, didn't Boomer Esiason throw for 500 yards in a game? 
Uh, I believe he did, but not with them. It was with Arizona. Joe Mixon, 65 rushing yards, six receptions, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. T. Higgins with the game of the season, a uh, playoff hero type story, 12 for 194 and two scores. Jamar Chase, seven for 125. Could be rookie of the year. Who knows? Tyler Boyd, three for 85 and a touchdown. So it's definitely been a tale of two seasons for T. Higgins, maybe even three when you think about it. Higgins starts off the season, looks like a wide receiver one, gets hurt, comes back, basically does nothing for three weeks. Everyone says Jamar Chase is the guy. Well, make no mistake about it. Higgins said the injury sort of made him uh, very tentative, which is why his numbers weren't there until now. Uh, Just locked in. You know, um, you know, the first half I was, you know, battling injuries, you know, um, and I was, you know, playing nervous with, with the injury, you know, not trying to hurt it again. But, you know, um, I just told myself, man, let's just go out there and be you, play your game. And that's what I was able to do so far. And it's been pretty good. So, managing <laughs> T. Higgins into the championship on the side of the Baltimore Ravens, it was competitive for about 15 minutes in this game. Josh Johnson had to start because Tyler Huntley and Lamar Jackson were both out. 300 yards passing, 10 rushing yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Devonta Freeman got in the end zone. He had 17 rushing yards, two receptions, three yards, and a touchdown. James Prochet had seven for 76. Rashad Bateman scored again, four for 26 in a score. And boy, Mark Andrews Davis, he was unstoppable yesterday. Two guys on him, three guys on him, five guys on him. It didn't matter. This guy is just uh, plug and play wide receiver one over or tight end one overall, maybe. I don't know. Eight receptions, 125 yards, and a touchdown. As long as I don't, I don't understand why Andrews wasn't as good as he was last year after watching him play this year. But uh, two parts of this: the Bengals are definitely that team in 2021, Davis, where when they're bad, there's not they're definitely not as bad as they've shown. And when they're this good, they're probably not as good as they showed this week. They're somewhere in the middle, but certainly some unbelievable fantasy performances from them yesterday. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the Bengals have a head coaching problem, which sounds absurd to say a day after they just scored 41 points. But, you know, clearly their problem is I think they do want to play boomer ball a huge portion of the time, right? They barely scrape by the Denver Broncos. They lose to the 49ers in overtime. They lose to the Chargers. They have that inexcusable loss to the Jets, inexcusable loss to the Cleveland Browns because I mean, is there anything more frustrating when you're rooting for a team, whether, you know, you took them against the spread or it's your favorite team and every first down, they hand it off to the running back. He runs for a yard, gets tackled immediately, second and nine. I mean, is there is there anything more frustrating in professional sports than the second and nine? It just makes me lose my mind. And the Bengals, despite having Joe Burrow, despite having Higgins and Chase and Boyd, and honestly, Uzuma is a fine receiving tight end, and Joe Mixon is a fine receiving back too. They have been one of the bottom half of the league teams in pass rate over expectation. And, you know, there are other reasons other than, you know, just trying to score points. They, they don't want to expose Burrow too much. Burrow had that hand injury. He was, I mean, people have, this is not even a talking point anymore, but Joe Burrow was coming back from an ACL tear, right? Literally, I mean, literally coming back from right. a catastrophic knee injury. And so you don't want that guy taking a ton of hits, especially because the Bengals offensive line is not that good. So like there, there are reasons to play more conservatively on offense, especially because no one uh, was running away with this division at any point. And now the Bengals lead this division very, I mean, to me, a lot of bad luck on the side of the Ravens. I do think, um, you know, fully healthy 53 man rosters. I would take the Ravens over every other team in this division but uh yeah i mean a good good for the the Bengals for airing it out here and i mean mark andrews if you if you drafted mark andrews and you kind of felt nonplussed about his season thus far he did have that one explosion game he had like 45 fantasy points earlier in the year i actually saw this stat mark andrews has four of the 12 highest scoring fantasy tight end games ever of all time in the history of football all this season, which is insane. Um, so, you know, good, good for you if you draft Mark Andrews. I, I think Andrews going into next season might actually be the number one tight end drafted in, in fantasy next year. He has to be. I, and I'm watching that game because I'm playing against him. And I'm literally like, they cannot cover him. It, it didn't matter. There's a safety. There's a linebacker. I mean, he's just putting his hand up. He's putting, he stopped. I mean, he was just incredible and, and it and it bothers me that he didn't have that season last year so uh, maybe the Ravens have figured that out uh, but you're right I, I think you're right I think he's the number one tight end going into next year 
All right, so the big surprise of the day for sure, not against the spread, but the fact that Houston could go into Los Angeles and win the game outright. I think obviously that is stunning for sure. Uh, Davis Mills played as good as he possibly could and is definitely making, a, at the very least, a claim to be in a quarterback competition next year. He threw for two touchdowns. The Chargers could not stop Rex Burkhead at all. First down, second down, third down, didn't matter. 149 rushing yards, also had two touchdowns in this game. Chris Conley was wide open so many times in this one. Three for 60 and a touchdown. And Nico Collins had three receptions, 33 yards and a score. They did this also without any starting running back and without Brandon Cooks. Pretty incredible. And David Culley said, give all the credit to the assistant coaches and his quarterback in this one. And, you know, our quarterback was able to execute what we asked him to do. And that's what his job is to do. Protect the ball and get us in the end zone. And our offense did a good job of that today. I thought, I, I, again, I just got to let you know this here before I get started. I thought Tim Lovey and Frank did a great job on all three phases. The most complete game we've had this year. Uh, they put it together. We finally got a score on defense. Uh, I knew it was coming eventually. Uh, I kind of wish he'd have went down, but when he saw that engine, because if he'd have went down, the game's over. But when he saw that engine on, he went for it. But again, I just wanted to make sure to give those guys those props because they did a great job of preparation with everything we went through this week. Dave. By the way, Houston with the win over their season win total in 2021. How about that? One wrong too. <laughs> How about that? Four wins for Houston. Incre- I mean, look, who could have thought they'd win the game in, in Los Angeles? So uh, Justin Herbert had his worst game I've seen him play. 27 of 35, 336 yards, one touchdown, two interception. There was some speculation that he was getting no signals in his helmet in the first half of this one. I don't know if that's true or not. Justin Jackson Uh, One and done, probably. Eckler will be back. 64 rushing yards, eight receptions, 98 yards, two touchdowns, mostly garbage time for him. Same with uh, Palmer at the end of the game, caught a touchdown, five for 43 in a score. And then Hopkins kicked three field goals. And and obviously Herbert, I, you know, was, I had him on my team yesterday, Davis. And I don't know why they brought him back in for that last drive of the game. Absolutely no clue. Like made no sense. Terrible idea, by the way, in a game you're definitely not going to win, but hey, I'll take it. Threw a touchdown at the end of the game. Uh, I am not worried about Herbert at all, but I would ask you, do you think it's just not having his receivers there was the big issue or was it just something in his helmet? Because it was just a bizarre offensive performance to see him so off on all his throws. No, I mean, not having Mike Williams and not having Jalen Guyton changes a lot about what they do on offense because Guyton is the nine route guy and Mike Williams is kind of like the intermediate um, deep guy, you know, and, and that... So Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer can't do that. And anytime the, I think Jason Moore got seven targets in this game, who's like a career special teamer. So I, I, I honestly do think, and don't, and forget, don't remember our Parham is out too. So like they, that, they lost a lot of guys on offense with Eckler out. So I, I honestly think it's probably that simple. Yeah, I do too. And, and look, if you were fortunate enough, like James at LTN to have Justin Jackson or even Davis, what a great performance he had yesterday. Uh, probably though, I would not get too excited because Austin Eckler, uh, the expectation is, at the very least, that he will return this week. And my guess is the Chargers get right. But, hey, props to Houston. Best game of the season for them, for sure, going into the Los Angeles and winning. Crazy. More fantasy standouts coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, the number one pick in the NFL draft in 2022 was all but confirmed yesterday as the Jets and Jaguars battled it out to see who eventually would have the number one pick. Jacksonville sitting with it. And after the loss yesterday, you can count on the Jaguars having the number one pick uh, next May or April, whenever the draft is in 2022. Let's take a look at the fantasy ramifications and the standouts from the game on Sunday. Zach Wilson, 14 of 22, 102 passing yards, 91 rushing yards. And two touchdowns. Probably his best fantasy day of the season, I would guess. Michael Carter. Boy, he looks good. I want to remember him for next year. 118 rushing yards, two receptions, and six yards. Braxton Berrios returned a kick for a touchdown. Eddie Pinheiro kicked a couple of field goals. But really, the story was the Jaguars and their inability to move the ball until the end of the game. And they really had a shot to win in the end on the goal line. On third down with 30 seconds left, Trevor Lawrence spikes the ball, which only gave them one shot to score and they couldn't come through. I, I don't understand that one. 26 of 39, 280 passing guards, 37 rushing yards. James Robinson is out for the year. He got hurt in this game yesterday. So Dare Ogumbale, he ended up getting 57 yards and a touchdown. And, and honestly, probably somebody you may have to play this week. Definitely a flex option. Marvin Jones, haven't called his name out much this year. Eight for 74, Tavon Austin, six for 68. I suppose we don't have to spend a ton of time on this game because you really don't want to start Jets. You don't want to start Jaguars Davis in your fantasy football championship if you don't have to. But Michael Carter's had a nice season when he's been healthy. I think he's he's definitely carved out at the very least a role for next year. And the Jaguars just keep – it just keeps getting worse for them. I don't even know how that's possible. It's going to feel like I'm making this up, but Tevin Coleman actually saw more touches yesterday than Michael Carter. Uh, 16 – or actually, they were dead They were dead even. Um, and, and Michael Carter, you're right, did have uh, a great game. Uh, 16, 118, the three targets. And uh, Zach Wilson, by the way, almost ran for another touchdown. So he had like a 50-yard rushing touchdown, and then he had like a 30-yard run as well. And he got tackled on like the three – but if he had gone, you know, like, uh, you know, gone shoulder first into it, I think he could have scored. I, which I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, not blaming Zach Wilson for for not going shoulder first, but just always interesting to see how those quarterbacks make those business decisions. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I I don't want to be here, but Dari Ugambawale, the 17 carries, was targeted four times in the passing game, seven targets for Tavon Austin, and otherworldly 13 targets. For Marvin Jones in this game, uh, pretty pretty absurd for Marvin Jones to be getting 13. But Trevor Lawrence has now gone four games without a touchdown. Four games without a touchdown. I mean, I don't know, man. It is just not. It is not good down there in Jacksonville. And so, I, we can't be blaming it all on Urban Meyer at this point. Like this is this is institutional failure from the general manager down to the long snapper. Like the Jaguars just stink. Yeah, I mean, two two winnable games in a row for them and uh, and fall flat in both of them, unfortunately, for them. All right, let's move on. No one cares about that game. Buffalo, New England, the battle for the AFC East goes to Buffalo, and it looks like the Bills are back to where we thought they would be. Josh Allen with a fantastic game of over 300 yards, 64 rushing yards, and three touchdowns in this one. All of a sudden, the Bills seem to be running the ball a little bit more. 39 rushing yards for Devin Singletary. Also five receptions, 39 yards, and a touchdown. One of the better games for Singletary this season. Without Gabriel Davis and without Cole Beasley, Isaiah McKenzie was the leading receiver for Buffalo. How about that? 11 for 125 and a touchdown. Could be playable next week, too. Stephon Diggs, 7 for 85 and a score. And impressively, Buffalo doing this against the New England defense as things seem to be evening out with New England a little bit. Their defense is coming back to earth, and their offense is uh, is just struggling in a big way. And specifically, Mac Jones has definitely fallen back to earth. He was 14 of 32, 
145 passing yards, 33 rushing yards, and two interceptions. Damian Harris had his best game of the season for sure. 103 rushing yards and three touchdowns for Damian Harris. Jacoby Myers, six for 59. Kendrick Bourne, two for 33. So, like, uh, Davis, where's this Buffalo team been all season long? Like, I expected this for, I mean, you, you can't ever ask to get this for 16 weeks, but I expected it for 10, and we definitely haven't even gotten that. And, uh, and on the New England side, I mean, this shouldn't be all that surprising. New England has definitely overachieved this year. They're going to make the playoffs. Uh, look, their defense definitely could carry them. Are they? Me. Yeah, I think they're making Are the playoffs. So they they do have an easy schedule going out. The New England Patriots do, but uh, I mean, so they're gonna they're gonna beat the Jaguars next week, right? But At we also yeah, uh, in if they win. I don't I don't think so because they are going to have to beat the Dolphins in week 18, I think, to get in. Uh, am I wrong on that? I think so, yeah. I think I, I think all they need to do is beat Jacksonville, and they get in as, a, as at the minimum, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. I think their, their percentage... You, 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 you're, right. you're right because of the way the AFC North games shake out, the, because the AFC North is not going to have a wildcard team because they're playing against each other in the last two weeks, so you are, you're correct, I'm wrong. Yeah, and and the thing with th- with them is, I I think if I'm not mistaken, I looked at Pro Football Focus's like percentages, and New England's is like it's like almost ninety percent, I think, going in. And so then I was looking at the at the playoff matchups. The thing that happened yesterday that was surprising was um, the Chargers basically knocked themselves out. The Raiders, even with winning, still only have a twenty percent chance uh, of getting in, and Denver knocked themselves out yesterday in, in the AFC. The Colts are in a, in a good spot, clearly, but. Um, yeah, let's go real quick back to Buffalo. Why did this not happen for for four months, and, and it only happened at the end of the season? Um, well, I mean, they they have stopped using uh, Matt Breida and Zach Moss. They flip flopped those guys again. Breida was inactive this week. Moss was back. But I mean, honestly, most of it is just that Josh Allen is a very high variance quarterback because he, you know, he extends plays, he scrambles around a lot, and uh, you know, we we actually see the same thing with Jalen Hurts when Jalen Hurts is playing terribly. The Eagles look awful when jo- I mean, and Josh Allen, to be clear, uh, he is he is certainly not having anything like his MVP season from last year. You know, he's got a 7.0 YPA that's a full yard worse than he was last year. He's already thrown more interceptions this season than he did last year. Um, he has fumbled more times this year than he did last year. So you just kind of get the roller coaster when you have a quarterback like Josh Allen. I, I think yesterday was probably Josh Allen's best game as a professional quarterback, he was really intelligent running the ball, uh, you know, and was just, I mean, just delivering strikes to, uh, to Diggs and McKenzie. And uh, you don't see this happen very often, but with um, the wide receivers out and backup tight end, Tommy Sweeney injured, Dawson Knox played every offensive snap for the Buffalo Bills. You, you really do not see that very often. Yeah. And a gift touchdown at the end of the game looked like Josh Allen yes. just ran it right in and just you know dished it off uh, there at the end. All right, let's get to the Philadelphia Eagles and New York Giants, a game that shouldn't take us much time because the Giants have just packed it in for 2021. Jalen Hurts, two more touchdowns, 199 passing yards. Uh, interesting, very interesting notes here for Philadelphia, though, with Miles Sanders getting hurt. Boston Scott looks to be back on the map again. He had 41 rushing yards and a touchdown. Devonta Smith, five receptions, 80 yards, and a touchdown that was called a touchdown, overturned, and then called a touchdown again. The Eagles' uh, defense did their job. They also scored a touchdown. If you are uh, needing a defense for this coming week for your fantasy championship, uh, or if you're playing in Week 18, or if you're playing DFS, just fade those Giants. My gosh, this is the worst quarterbacking crew that you could ever ask for in a single season. Uh, with Daniel Jones out, keep in mind. Jake Fromm. I was hoping for better for Jake Fromm. I like Jake Fromm, but no. Six for 17, 25 passing yards. So bad that they brought Mike Glennon in. Glennon threw, actually threw a touchdown in this one in 93 yards. Uh, Devontae Booker, leading rusher. Where is Barkley? I don't know. 27 rushing yards, four receptions, 19 yards. Hey, Evan Ingram scored a touchdown. Uh, pretty simple and plain, Davis, is that you're playing against the Giants. You are just loving it going into your fantasy championship. This is... I mean, things are just so bad for the Giants. I mean, things are equally bad for Jacksonville, but they have Trevor Lawrence, you know? Like, I still kind of Yeah, feel like... I was going to say, I, I yeah. don't agree with that at all. I think it's way, I would, I mean, of all the jobs, so right now, if you could be, if we ranked 1 through 32, you get to either be the head coach or the GM of any given team. 
I would gotta say the the Giants would be the bottom. They they would have to be the bottom, right? Uh yeah, they, they I mean they have Tony is the only uh, one they have. Yeah, they have nothing else. Yeah, I mean, and and the Seahawks are are maybe gonna have no draft picks and Russell Wilson wants to leave. They have like no blue chip players. Um, you know, uh, Houston's pretty rough, Jets, but they have picks. They have they have lots of picks, and and I mean, what's what's been the difference between Davis Mills and Daniel Jones this year? I I bet if I looked right now, I bet Davis Mills is better in all the ad- advanced stuff. Like I bet he has a better EPA and all that stuff than than Daniel Jones. Yeah, and um, and yesterday we were on the show. I was I was talking to George about this. I mean, can you imagine Davis a year ago saying that Saquon Barkley unplayable in fantasy? Done. Like, I think yeah, he looks stunning, done. Man. He looks done. He looks done. I mean, that's just how could that possibly be? He's so young. I mean, just like Gurley and David Johnson, you never think that that this is going to happen. But it looks like the injuries have definitely caught up with him. Um, Philadelphia, like. If and and I kept Boston Scott Davis. He's sitting on my roster still. If, if Sanders is out and Jordan Howard is out, I mean Boston. Are you is Boston Scott like a must play this week against Washington? Yeah, I think Howard is going to be good. To, and unless he got banged up in this game, because Howard he led did. the backfield. Yeah. yeah, he he led the backfield in snaps. So I mean, but honestly, um, both of them are are probably potential plays for the Eagles because they just ru- they just run the ball so much and they get to play the Washington football team. So so honestly, probably. Yeah, Howard got hurt. He didn't play in the fourth quarter. He had a he had a stinger. So I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe it's back to Scott and Gainwell. I mean, I may have to make that decision this week. Didn't see that coming for sure. Do not play any New York Giants next week in your fantasy football championship. Don't do it. Bench them. No one worth playing. I, I would rather play Houston player than Giants player. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. Follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV for the latest news, notes, and information. Picks against the spread, our opinions from all of our hosts. Those are our two Twitter sites, at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV. Free to follow, free content. Can't go wrong there. Happy holidays to everybody. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mitch, Davis Maddock. It is 1240 on the East, 1140 Central. We are running through all of the box scores fantasy standouts from Sunday's NFL games. And let's continue on with the Rams and Vikings. The Rams uh, make the, if I'm not mistaken, they made the playoffs. They just have not clinched the division with their win yesterday. Matthew Stafford, 21 of 37, 197 passing yards, eight rushing yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions, not his best game. Sony Michelle has taken over the lead role for the Rams. 131 rushing yards, one reception, and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, another 20-point fantasy day with 10 receptions and 109 yards and a touchdown. And Odell Beckham Jr., who I said would not have one touchdown with the Rams, picks up his fourth 
five receptions, 41 yards, and a score. Matthew Stafford, not completely satisfied after the game, but says it's good enough to get a win. It's important to play your best football at the end of the year. Um, as a team, we've done a nice job in the in the uh, month of December. Um, you know, rest will be played in 2022. We got to go out there and make sure that those are, you know, as good or better than we've been playing. Um, and be able to win on the road against a good team um, without playing your best uh, is nice, you know. But we know that uh, those opportunities are fewer and fewer now, so we got to play um, better and better. But uh, proud of our team. Proud of the way we've been battling and. Um, you know, just got to clean some things up and, and play a little bit better. Yeah, Rams undefeated in uh, in the month of December in terms of wins and losses. In terms of fantasy, obviously, you'd hope to get more from Stafford. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins had a nice day, 300 yards and, and a touchdown, and obviously hoping for a little bit more, but you'll take that. Alexander Madison, somewhat disappointing, but still got about 20 fantasy points, 41 rushing yards, three receptions, 29 yards, and a score. Justin Jefferson continues his onslaught of defensive backs to the NFL. What a great season he's had, eight for 116. And K.J. Osborne, five receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. The uh, interesting part for here, Davis, is that the Rams are still playing for something. Uh, looks like the Vikings are pretty much out. They're still, like, mathematically involved, uh, you know, alive in terms of the playoffs. But, boy, I, I, I want to make sure Jefferson's playing this week. I don't know who's playing between Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, uh, but a disappointing season for Minnesota, who basically just, you know, gave away some games at the end. And I and I think there's going to be some changes coming there. Yeah, so I, I believe that Dalvin Cook is unvaccinated, so he is going to be right up against that 10-day barrier for getting back for the Vikings. And you are right. Technically, the Vikings are still alive because if the Eagles lost to the Washington football team and lost to the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the, these are the teams that they would be competing against. So the Saints, I mean, look, we think the Saints are probably going to lose tonight against the Miami Dolphins with um, Ian Book in there. The 49ers could theoretically get there, but they have um, a couple tough games here. Well, I guess not that tough. I, I thought for some reason they played another divisional game, but they get... So if the if the 49ers beat the Houston Texans this week, that's it. That's all it that's uh that's all she wrote for the Minnesota Vikings. So I guess big Houston Texans fans in uh in Minnesota this week because <laughs> that would basically be that would basically be the path. Um another interesting note from this game, Adam Thielen came back probably too early from that yeah. ankle injury. Uh it, it was actually it, I you uh I mean you never love to see guys getting hurt, but I don't know. It was like particularly painful to see Thielen he, he hurt his ankle and he knew it like immediately and he like punched the turf and he was just like, it just sucks. I mean, we don't, we don't want guys to get hurt, but that, that really sucked to see. Um, and then, you know, sort of weird for the, uh, the Vikings. I, I sort of thought that Tyler Conklin would take advantage of, uh, you know, Adam Thielen being, being banged up and the fact that they don't really have a third wide receiver and he's playing every single snap. I mean, he's he, just like I mentioned with Knox, he's playing like a hundred percent of the snaps, but he has not had, um, He's not had a big game since Adam Thielen got injured. And Madison was good in this game, 75% of the snaps. They did give Kenny and Wangu, the guy we were talking about last week, 12 snaps on offense, but certainly not the uh, the total bonanza that you expected. And then Daryl Henderson got injured in this game for the Rams. But even if he had not been, Michelle was dominating the touches, dominating that backfield before Henderson got hurt, which, uh, you know, I drafted a lot of Daryl Henderson. So not great to see there, but Sony Michelle is about to become a fantasy football playoff hero. Kind of the same as, you know, Isaiah McKenzie and Byron Pringle and Josh Palmer. Yeah. But I don't know if you know this offhand, maybe it's a Google, but um, is Sony Michelle a free agent at the end of the season? Did, did, is he, yeah. was he like, he is. Yeah. So, I mean, he is going to cash in with some NFL team in the offseason. They're going to bring Akers back with Henderson, right? Michelle will be gone, I assume. Yeah. So this is the last. So if he had stayed on the Patriots, he would have had another year of his deal. But because they traded him, the traded team doesn't have the option to pick up that fifth year. Because remember, so crazy to think about, but four years ago, Sonny Michel was a first-round draft pick. First-round draft picks come with that yeah. fifth year of their contract. But when you're traded, the team that trades you voids the op like they don't have the option to pick it up. So Michelle is going to be a free agent and he is getting paid uh, peanuts right now. I believe he is on the veteran minimum deal with the Los Angeles Rams. So, I mean, look good, you know, good for Michelle. 
I I kind of like Matt Stafford. I kind of and and it has been for me very joyous to see Odell Beckham, who everyone said, "Oh, this guy sucks. He can't get open. He's done." It's been it's been cool to see him play so well for uh, for the Rams. I was definitely one of those, no doubt. All right, uh, Atlanta Falcons, believe it or not, still mathematically alive also for the playoffs with their win over the Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford, meager game, 18 of 24, 215 passing yards, five rushing yards and one touchdown. Corderell Patterson saved his day with a touchdown, but of course we've seen him sort of fade as the season has gone on. Uh, Kyle Pitts made the Pro Bowl, had another nice game, six for 102. Hayden Hurst also scored a touchdown. He was two for 21 and a score but really the uh the lions basically fought to the end just couldn't get enough in the end to score uh, a final touchdown and beat the atlanta falcons as tim boyle started yesterday for jared goff who's expected back this week 24 of 34 187 passing yards one touchdown one interception jamal williams had 20, uh, 77 rushing yards and then the uh, slipper is off craig reynolds he had just 29 rushing yards three receptions and 22 yards and then the one player, Davis, that I am sure next year is going to be talked about a lot. Amon Ross St. Brown, another huge game. Nine receptions, 91 yards, and a touchdown. And with all of the rookies that we've talked about in the NFL, we have not spent nearly enough time on Amon Ross St. Brown, who if the Lions get themselves a quarterback, I mean, he's doing all this with no one. Uh, I got to believe that there is some supreme talent in him and he'll be somebody that I'll be watching next year. Yeah. St. Brown's sort of interesting. He fell to the fourth round of the NFL draft because he, I mean, just to be frank, he is quite slow. Uh, not, not a burner at the wide receiver position, but uh, he, and, and he also was one of the guys that was impacted in his final season at USC uh, because of his COVID. He only played six games his final season there. But as a true sophomore in 2019, 77 receptions, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns, also scored a rushing touchdown as well. He was really good as a 20-year-old, and he's not even that old right now. So I always love – he's only 22 years old as a rookie in the NFL, just turned 22. So we always like to see the younger guys performing well. Obviously, part of it is going to be – uh, you know, are they getting guys back from injury at the wide receiver position? Is TJ Hawkinson healthy? And are they going to have Jared Goff or are they going to draft a quarterback? You know, that is definitely going to change the complexity. But St. Brown, I, I think you're right. I think he I, and his target volume the last week or the last month of the season has been unbelievable. He's basically had like a 33% target share of the Lions offense, which is wild. Yep, very impressive, I think, down the stretch. Um, number one receiver, I think, in fantasy the last month or something, or close to it, if not that. All right, the uh, Buccaneers and Carolina Panthers. Boy, uh, this was just a dominating game start to finish, and the Bucs didn't even really look that good, honestly. Tom Brady, 18 of 30, 232 yards, 11 rushing yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn was the leading rusher, mostly because he had one rush for 55 yards and a touchdown, and I was going very crazy and upset at that time. But luckily, Ronald Jones... Got his one touchdown at the end of the game, 65 yards, two receptions, 20 yards. Uh, Antonio Brown uh, was the leading receiver for Tampa Bay. Ten receptions, 101 yards. And after the game, Tom Brady said it is great once again to be in a position to potentially have the number one overall seed and win the division. I'm not taking anything for granted. You know, winning the division is hard to do. Um, and we've earned it. I mean, it's we're 11-4, and four, so that's not – you know, it's not the greatest record in the world, but it's certain, but it's certainly not the worst either. So 11 and four, I'll take it. Um, you know, we've lost some, lost some tough games. I think we learned from each of those tough losses, but you know, everything's ahead of us and we got to, you know, again, get to another win next week. That'd be huge for us. And then we got to, got to finish these next two games really strong. And then, you know, we'll see where things stack up after that. Bucks are headed toward the playoffs and in fantasy, definitely some worthy players. I don't know that you could play one player on the Carolina Panthers right now. It is gone from okay to terrible very quickly. Sam Darnold yesterday, 190 passing yards, 11 rushing yards. Cam Newton, just 61 passing yards, 42 rushing yards. They were switching these guys in and out. I don't even think the quarterbacks knew when they were going in and out of the game. Uh, Shy Smith, She Smith, three receptions, 86 yards, whoever that is. Robbie Anderson, five for 58. DJ Moore, five for 55. It certainly sounded like Cam Newton has played his last snap with the uh, Panthers. He uh, spoke for a long time about that after the game yesterday. I don't know what the future holds, but, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just so let down because 
the city of Charlotte has been good to me. Um, you know, when I first got here, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty how long I would be here. And this second go around, it's just unfortunate because you, you put so much work into trying to find ways to win, trying to find ways to win and, you know, building relationships along the way. And when it doesn't happen, it's like right now you feel empty. You feel like, damn, are you, are you good enough? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, my, my message to, to the offense before the game was it's, it's about you equating to me. It's about me. 17 minutes of Cam Newton yesterday. Just, you know, I don't even think there were three questions, Davis. He just kept going on and on and on. Uh, the media, the fans are turning on Matt Rule in Carolina. Odd comments after the game about it taking seven years to get Jay-Z where he was. I mean, I don't even know what is going on there. But they are lucky this season is coming to an end. Let's just put it that way. I mean, they are awful. And I, I like the Matt Rule hire when it happened. And uh, I'm willing to rescind that take because he seems, I don't know. It just, it just seems like he doesn't get what's going on at the NFL level. And this, this platoon stuff is awful. They can't score any points. I mean, I feel like, you know, if you put Andy Reid together with DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Cam Newton, he'd find a way to put some points on the board and they just are, they're doing nothing. They're blown out of this game. One weird fantasy note from this game was Cyril Grayson played the second most mm -hmm. snaps at wide receiver for the Buccaneers yeah. over Tyler Johnson and Scotty Miller. So maybe a potential week 17 waiver wire pickup there. Yeah. Arians after the game said that he was the most improved player this season on the Buccaneers roster. So you're right, Davis, that could be somebody to watch, but certainly uh, Buccaneers this week against the Jets. I don't know that they'll need them. We'll be back with more fantasy sports today. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Uh, we just talked about the Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule having his press conference this afternoon, uh, day after game, says the team has uh, many more positive COVID players, so we'll keep an eye on that. And that really, in the end, Davis, is going to be the big story of the 2021 fantasy football playoffs is those teams who basically had enough players to play in the semifinals and finals are going to end up winning. And I think that we're far from done this week, too. Yeah, look, uh, you missed Dalvin Cook and you didn't have Alexander Madison. Too bad. You you needed to start Mike Williams. You weren't able to pick up Josh Palmer. You know, too bad. You Tyreek Hill came back from the COVID list, but clearly was not 100%, didn't play in the second half at all for the Kansas City Chiefs. Too bad. You got there with Travis Kelsey. You know, you had to start. I, I can't, you know, you're, you're starting Adam Shaheen tonight against the New Orleans Saints. You know, too bad. It It, it is, uh, it's kind of like... Um, you know, it is very unfortunate, but like 
the COVID stuff is really amplifying what makes fantasy football interesting in the first place, which is that the best team doesn't always win, right? You could go into a game, be projected right. to win by 35 points. And like, that is what makes fantasy football so addictive. And, and, you know, the once a week nature, if, if there were only 16 games in the NBA and it happened every Sunday, it would be people would love NBA fantasy way more than they play it now. Yeah, it's been a it's been a definitely a tough year for sure, but we got one more week to get you through your championship. Of course, Davis and I will be with you all week long for that. Uh, also, just a quick reminder, you can catch our show every day, noon to two Eastern, right here on Sports Grid. This is Fantasy Sports Today, and as well uh, on this coming Sunday, on Championship Sunday, it will be myself, Joe Pizapia, and Matt Stryker from eight a.m. to ten a.m. Eastern. So make sure you catch us there. Coming up next. We've got Alex with our headlines at the top of the hour. Davis and I will talk about some of the things that are happening in sports in the NFL and the NBA as well. And then we will focus in on the later games in the NFL, starting off with the surprise comeback by the Chicago Bears in Seattle yesterday. So stay on the grid. More fantasy sports today coming up next in just a couple of minutes right after the update. Great, great. Sports happens every day, and we give you expert insights and information on gaming, odds, and more every day. You see a trend? This. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 